Hello and welcome, you are listening to the 10 for 2 podcast with me, your host, George Hutton. Welcome back to the 10 for 2 podcast. Today I am joined by Thomas Ivan Bailey. Do you want to say hello? Hello. Hello everyone. Hello George. Lovely. Uh, and Tom, me and Tom have been going to camp together for the last two years. This is going to be our third summer summer together. Um, and we worked together last summer as team boy counsellors um, with a little trip to LA. So we, we know each other well. Uh, I know his camp story quite well. I think he might know my camp stories quite well, which is, is lovely. Um, so Tom... <laughs> Hi. How are you? Yeah. First of all, I feel like I've, I'm, I'm good, but I feel like I've I've spent the past year with you basically, uh, which has been it's it's been incredible to be honest. But there's been some uh, some crazy stuff along the way. Like LA was nuts. I really enjoyed that. It was amazing. Um, but yeah, I'm good, mate. I'm good. That is true. We we do also work together for a, a summer camp agency, sending people to camp. So we are camp twenty four seven. Live together, work together, went to camp together. Um, so I could pretty much do this one on my own and just do different different voices <laughs> if I was as talented as top. Um, cool, mate. So we'll, we'll start from the beginning. Obviously, when you're growing up, um, your dad actually went to camp, I believe, and and worked and travelled around America a little bit. So do you want to kind of yeah, touch so, on on that? Yeah. So so my dad, he I remember he was telling me stories. He didn't actually do summer camp. He did like work work america at the time so it's like um instead of going to summer camp you basically just work somewhere so he was working at a, a sort of theme park as well which is he said that was amazing and he said he just had loads of fun just working there and then afterwards he um hitchhiked uh, a load of different places and then he sort of rented a car because basically this thing i don't know whether they still do it now and um, so when people are moving in america from east to west coast or west to east um they need they go in a removal van and go with with all their stuff but they can't take their car so what they did a company did is people that want to travel they just do that journey for them and along the way they can do all these amazing stuff so he's he's seen loads of it and i just grew up having those those stories i never thought much of it really i just thought oh, that's, that's quality then it was after university doing doing loads of sort of acting stuff really enjoyed that and then after it sort of got to the point where i thought kind of might want to do that it was the end of third year and there's all this sort of talk of going into the big bad world of acting and you've got to get all these parts and it's going to be like basically everyone sort of thought we were all going to be movie stars at the end of the, the three years um didn't happen um but yeah no realized that i thought i'd give this a crack at the summer and i have a go at it and it's sort of changed my life really which is i've only been going going back for my third summer it's kind of weird to say it's not been a, a massive period of my life, but it's it's contributed massively. And did you ever go to like America when you were growing up on like any family holidays or anything like that? Like did yeah. Dad show you all his old stomping grounds? Yeah, so he so he showed me photos of when he was all went right across. He went to some um, Elvis like uh, museum, uh, sort of in the deep south, and he he was he was loving that. And um, I went with college, so. Mum and Dad um, helped me out to get get myself to. There was a college trip. We went to New York. And I remember being there. And I was sort of went downstairs at the the sort of grotty hotel we had, and I was like looking around. It's like everywhere, like a movie set, like yellow yellow taxis here, there, and everywhere. Um, but yeah, it's amazing. And as soon as you get there, you think this is absolutely crazy. It's nothing like uh, nothing like Manchester. Anyway, it's <laughs> it's unreal. They they do say the uh, that's like the the yes, slogan yeah. of New York City. It's not like Manchester. Uh, amazing. So like after that, was that your first trip then when you went in college? First time to New yeah, York? Yeah, that's to America. First time, yeah. First sort of long haul flight for first everything really. And um, yeah, even just hearing like American voices, you don't really, it's crazy. Remember I got um, sort of mugged off by this guy uh, in sort of Times Square. Um, so he came up to me. And obviously selling CDs, and obviously me, me, me being like 16, I was going, yeah, man, I like my rap music, I love it, yeah, great, cool, cool. He's going, hey, man, hey, hey, are you from the UK? And he was, like, oh, they're Prince Charles, man, yeah, he's cool. And I was like, oh, yeah, this guy, this guy really gets me. Uh, <laughs> and then next thing you know, he gives me a CD, and then has the cheek to sign it. I pay ten dollars for it. I thought nothing of it. I forgot about it. 
then I got home from the trip and I was going through my bag and I saw the CD. I thought, oh, give this a crack. I, I uh, popped the CD in my laptop and it was there was nothing on it. <laughs> Absolutely nothing on it. <laughs> and then obviously, I guess you, you got to use that experience for when we were on a trip to LA and all of our kids were trying to buy CDs of random, random men in the street. There we go. Uh, so that, that, yeah. was... that helped a lot. And you, you realise, so all... yeah, I remember looking back at it at the time, like, when when I bought one, you just saw these, you just see them all just flop from all over all these like rappers coming there. Yeah, well, not rappers, really. <laughs> just fake fake rappers. Yeah. Um, so obviously that was that kind of trip. Did you think from there you you wanted to go out and and work in America, or was it kind of later on that you I don't you thought I, about that and that became very, an idea? Yeah, it's, um, I always thought it was amazing. I'd love to go back there, whatever. Uh, but I never thought about working there because uh, obviously I had the sort of dream of being like doing all acting and basically it was sort of just something to kind of do really after 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 uni and I thought over summer I'll do that earn a bit of money then go straight back into the, the acting side of stuff um but yeah never really thought I would do it I remember just we were just chatting having a meal after university it was like oh there's me Sam older brother and then um my sister were all there and then dad was like what, what are you gonna do over the summer then do you think i thought i don't know and so well, what 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 do you want to do was originally i was going to do some sort of soccer camp as well i was going to go to a to a sort of fo- football camp but i kind of i don't think i'm good enough um you can be the judge of that <laughs> um and then yeah dad was like well i did this thing and i was going to do work, work america and then i remember ringing up um ringing up bunak i remember thinking because dad went through them and I just thought I'll, I'll, I'll give this a go. And this guy that, that spoke spoke to me about it, he basically just sold it to me. And I was like, this sounds absolutely perfect. And it's just a, a new thing to, to do. And then I know I was going to meet loads of, loads of new people. And then there's obviously the aspect of traveling afterwards, which was, which was amazing. So you get the full package really. And I think it gives you, gives you loads of other stuff you didn't, I wouldn't really expect to get, to be honest, like, from the whole experience yeah for sure for sure and when so when did you think when was that dinner where you your dad said about it and you like decided that, that i'm was, gonna do that yeah so that was like was that like what kind of time of year was it it was i think it was like the summer the summer before so it was the summer before i went uh, if you get me so i was in second year finishing second year finished it and then going to third year and we had that meeting, we had that, that chat, and didn't really think much of it for a little bit. And then I actually just thought, right, okay, I'll go give him a ring now. And then sort of, I'd probably say a couple of months later, um, having that chat, and he's sold it to me. Next thing you know, got all the job fairs and stuff and got hired there, which is crazy, really. It's, it was a very, very quick turnaround, I thought, from from having the conversation with, with that person. I wish I got his name now because he's completely... <laughs> sorted me out really with a, a quality sort of experience but, um, yeah, no yeah. and so did you, you said you went to the job fairs did you get hired at a, at a job fair yeah so funny story the, the first the first interview I had um, wasn't the wasn't the camp I, I was put at so it was I remember having this and it was a Skype call I never really do you remember what the do you remember what the camp was called? I can't, I can't remember what the camp was called. For the life of me, I, I wish I'd be able to find it. But um, I remember having, having the Skype call, and it was, I basically just wasn't prepared for it. Like, There's no way I can like, just be like, yeah, no, it just wasn't for me. Like, I just wasn't prepared for it at all. I thought, all right, okay, cool. And um, he was asking me all these questions that I just hadn't prepared for at all. Like, what do you think, what do you think you, positive impact you'd have on, on working, working with kids? And I was just like, oh... Probably, probably like make him laugh or something. <laughs> I, was just like, no, I had no idea. Um, and I remember coming back thinking, God, I don't, I don't think this is for me now. I don't think this is that was so serious. And he was, he must have been like the the top director or whatever. But and then, yeah, went to the job fairs, and then it was like the one of the camps that were recommended to me because they obviously you re- recommend them uh, certain camps that'd be good for you. And I just went for it, and then spoke to to Brian and next thing you know we're at Kindering really. How was that? How was the interview with Brian? It was good. Again, I was really nervous. I remember he he literally said to me, just take take a breather. And I'm like, yeah, okay. He's like, no, seriously, like take a breath in. And I'm like, it's like, like uh, <laughs> and then, yeah, 
He was just, just had a great chat because he was looking at getting a, a soccer specialist again because I've obviously put that on my on my CV so to speak. And then he's and then I've sort of really, I don't really want to do that. I wanted to be a sort of counselor, um, just a general counselor. And then yeah, that, he he was like, yeah, no, welcome welcome to the family almost. Um, yeah. Nice. So he got offered offered the job job there. And then how long was that that interview in the chat for without your break for breathing probably um <laughs> probably uh about i'd say about 20 minutes 25 minutes it was quite a long one we were chatting for ages um yeah he was mainly talking to me about sort of the, the staff football team that's great um <laughs> staff soccer team it was, it, was, it was good fun so just just had you down as the the triple threat the the actor the soccer the counselor everything yeah, yeah well it's and i obviously the the ultimatum was i needed to uh, help out with the with the show um, so I said I'd do that. Yeah, requirements where you had to score in the in the soccer games <laughs> and and star in the show. <laughs> Tough. Tough. Um, amazing. And when so when was that? Like January time that you went to the the placement fairs and got actually got your placement. Yeah. Camp? So, so the it was funny because the, the placement fair Bunak did a job fair in Manchester, and I didn't even realise it was going on. So I went all the way to London. Um, for a job fair and people were going, you know the, I was sat over and I was thinking, there's no one here from up north really listening to everyone speak, and then everyone was like, yeah, no, it was a couple of weeks ago to the to Manchester, and I was like, ah, that's that would have been easier. <laughs> yeah, but it was good though. But then potentially you would have got hired at a different camp at that. Um, exactly. That fair and it would have been a completely different world. Exactly. Exactly. Imagine it's it's funny when you think about how all the all the stars align. Like when I. I was like a last minute hire at Kindery. So could have been hired at any other camp mm. earlier on and stuff. And that all the people that I know now and the mates with I wouldn't have wouldn't have met, wouldn't have known or Yeah. It's like quite Back quite in. a weird weird thing how it all works out like that. Yeah, and even even the Skype, the Skype call I had, if that had gone well, that just completely completely different. Like it's met so many like amazing people at, at camp I wouldn't can't even imagine being anywhere else really. Cool, and then so I guess you went went about getting a visa and stuff like that. How was that the first time you had to go to the embassy and? So that? yeah, so I remember it being incredibly nerve wracking because going to going to London anyway, it's, it's all right, but obviously getting trained on my own, going down there, like getting the the tube tube and stuff. Um, not really done that before. Um, because the the job fair that was just the it was right near Houston, right near Houston station. So just went down the train from Manchester. And, the same journey but like getting to the the embassy was a bit trickier um had all my stuff with me and it's a lot it's a lot scary uh scarier when you sort of when you're going in there you're going through checking security and stuff and like there's people like guns there and stuff and you're like oh my god you hear an american <laughs> accent and that gets you a little bit excited but then obviously it's very very serious um but realistically you're just having a chat with them as long as you've got all the documents and stuff it's funny when i was actually there there was a fire drill it wasn't a fire drill. I think some sort of smoke alarm had gone off. And wow. It was like everyone remained where you are, all this stuff. And I'm like, I couldn't be, you know, when you're doing that like sort of long wait, you wait for your number to be called to go up and have that chat. Everyone was just looking around like, what is going on? But then, yeah, finally got sorted. Had a, had a lovely chat with someone. Like, I, was, I wasn't I was as nervous because I was chatting to some, someone else there that was doing a com- completely different sort of um, visa. I think she was, she was being a nanny uh, in San Francisco. Uh, I had a great chat with her, and um, yeah, just had a realistically, they just they just want to chat with you. They want to check you got the documents, ask you a couple of questions, and um, it wasn't as as nerve wracking as as I thought it would be, to be honest. Yeah, I remember. I didn't even think like that there'd be. I just presumed it would be like English staff working there. So when I like first went and <laughs> yeah. got up to the counter and spoke to the lady, I was like, "Oh my god, you're actually from America!" <laughs> it was like it was like mind blowing. Um, but I remember being like, even now when I go, I've been like, I think I applied once via the postal service, but I've been like nine, eight or nine times to the actual embassy, and I still get like, it's more scary than the airport with like higher security. I feel yeah. like it's harder it's... to get in in there than it is to get on a flight. <laughs> yeah, well, it's um, it's it's got to be, I suppose, though, but it's um, it's nice though. It's nice to feel when you when you come out because you're like, okay, that's done. That's done. I've actually got the the visa there all sorted. Yeah, no, it's, uh, yeah, and then, it's a bit nerve-wracking. Then you set. Um, so do you remember when 
when you finally went to to leave for camp like who would did your whole family come and drop you off at the airport and do the classic classic waving from the from the <laughs> <Goodbye>. terminal <laughs> all stuff. um so yeah it was just uh mum and dad uh sister and brother were somewhere else I think um so they just dropped me off and it was so weird it was so weird leaving mum and dad because just hadn't really before other than, other than mm. to go to Cavos. Um, it's not really <laughs> you are yeah well, I wasn't really tra- I haven't really travelled much uh, before going to America apart from just sort of little holidays here and there but yeah leaving mum and dad I was like yeah fine 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 and I let someone my mum started crying a little bit I was like oh god and then okay bye bye <laughs> put your head up and run away <laughs> um, and then yeah just just got through and then it's, it's like that's it then you're on your own which is a little bit um, daunting, but nothing you can't but handle, really. It's kind of quite exciting. It, it is funny. I remember, obviously, you were 21 for your first time, so yeah. you're a little bit, should should have been a little bit more mature, like you've been no. to uni and done stuff like that. I was, <laughs> I was 18 and didn't know like what was going on. And to get to camp, obviously, we have to get a bus into New York City after we've flown there, get a bus into New York City, then a train from New York City to a train station, and then get picked up from there and stuff like that. And... I was so nervous for all, all of that. I remember, I mean, luckily everyone obviously can can speak English. If it was like a yeah. foreign speaking oh, country, I'd be I'd be lost and probably still still stuck in Grand Central. <laughs> um, how did you find that once? Obviously, you, you got there, you landed, and your kind of journey up to up to camp from there. So yeah, so landed. And did, I had go- you already? Sorry, had you already like met other people from camp? That were they like on your flight or at the so, airport or anything yeah, like so that? Yeah, um, so it's funny. I I. One of my friends was actually going to, to a summer camp um, and she was on the same flight as me. So it was absolutely buzzing. So the flight was absolutely fine. Uh, we had a few drinks together. It was great. Um, and then we had to go. I think she was staying somewhere else. I was staying in a hostel. But I remember thinking this is like, it's crazy we're here now. But I had someone else with me. So that was kind of quite cool. She was going into um, New York as well. So we like jumped on a we got a i think we got a taxi actually um oh, big spenders i know yeah it's it's crazy we've got a, like yeah we'll have a, have a taxi thank you um and 50 then, keep 100 <laughs> and then we had um yeah we got some pizza and we were just chilling in this in, in this hostel and yeah it was it was it was good fun and then in in the room uh we were staying met lots of other people that were going to summer camp as well um like couple of Irish people that were going um, and I was like oh, what, what camp are you going to we're going to, to my camp so I was absolutely buzzing with that and got chatting with them oh what are you doing what are you um, what are you sort of working as a few counsellors people that do specialists like specialists of things that I didn't even know went on at, at our camp like I think you got archery specialists and stuff like that um, and that's where that sort of it begins then you start learning so much more about new people making new friends very very quickly and you sort of realise the same people, the people that go to summer camp, especially internationals-wise, all of the same sort of kind of variety, really, where they're opening to, to sort of learn new things and um, speak to people and just do lots of new things and, and very open with everything. That's why you end up making really, really good friends while you're at camp. Exactly, yeah. Um, and then how was that, that first day, so when you first arrived? I think I remember, I think... I picked you up from the train station because I remember thinking, um, normally like obviously I I drive around pick people up from the train station drop them off at camp and do that like five times uh, during that day when everyone starts arriving and normally there's a couple of returners that will talk or it's all just just new people so it's always like quite quiet so like the the music's turned up a little bit and I kind of try to talk to a few people um, but I remember it was like I'm pretty sure it was yours it was was pretty quiet um, yeah. But I remember you like being funny and like making a few jokes. Um, so I was like, "Don't like this guy coming for my funny <laughs> crown at camp." <laughs> what a legend! That's what you thought, mate. What an absolute legend. Yeah. Um, but yeah, how so? How was that like? Kind of your first twenty-four hours at camp, if you can remember that. So yeah, so the initially sort of getting there, I remember thinking, "Okay, cool, sunny, lovely. I'm seeing some football next. This is going. This is going well so far." <laughs> um, and then. Yeah, just meeting loads of people, being a little bit overwhelmed because I'm a completely new place. Obviously, a lot of these people I've been sort of very awkwardly on the on the train with, just sort of like, yeah, yeah. 
then a couple of them I've, I've been chatting with. Um, and then, yeah, just meeting loads of new people, then getting shown around camp, what goes on uh, by lots of other people. And it was, it was really, really quite um, exciting to learn that you're going to be there. But you have no idea what it's like because there's no kids there at that point. So uh, uh, what I thought, I, th- I thought this is a bit, can't imagine what it's like when when the kids get here because you just you just can't envision it really. Um, looking back now, it, m- it must have seemed very um, not almost boring. But I remember thinking like it must be like, well, what's what's going on here? What's all the all the fuss about? Why there's is there so many of us? And then yeah, we were just just chatting, just meet literally the whole day. Is you just meet loads of people, do a few exercises, then you you have director have a great chat with you. Um, and get you really excited for it but then you've got like a week and a half more of just orientation which is sort of needed I think um, it's a bit, bit more difficult when you return and you're going through it again and again and again but um, that first maybe getting you got put in a bunk with two first timers and then a returner um, and you're all you, you meant to make sure the bunk do you remember who uh, Brady Jack, no, it was Jack Benton and Brady Day if you remember the he, he didn't come back last year it was the Irish guy from Lim, from Limerick yeah, yeah I'm, I'm pretty sure it was one of those yeah. Yeah. but yeah he's a legend um, and I always remember this is this is so funny so obviously you have breakfast at a certain time whatever and we we, we, we all overslept and this is like the, the third day I can just you know, I just hear Brady's voice he just go Tom Tom and he's like shaking I'm like what you know what I said Damn, we overslept. We missed breakfast. It's just like, oh my god, it's so so funny looking back at it. It's brilliant. Um, but yeah, instantly you just just get along with everyone and all these these funny things, all these funny characteristics. Learn loads about about new people. Like I've I've never met anyone from Ireland, um, which is quite funny looking back at what I do now. But um, yeah, it's mad. Yeah, it's like kind of camps almost split into three for the internationals. You got the the first ten days or two weeks when it's just the international staff and then just the, just the staff kind of thing so you kind of mm-hmm. almost have a little camp there where you're getting to know everyone and you're having fun and we're all playing playing football and trying mm-hmm. out loads of new activities that you've never done like this year we had nine square in the air which isn't a activity mm-hmm. that we've we've ever done normally um and then obviously you have the actual actual camp and then then traveling as well kind of thing um do you remember how you felt when all all the american staff turned up because you have like the the 10 days where it's just the internationals and you've made all your friends and then all these cool Americans turn up who know everyone and they're yeah, hanging so, out. So you, it's, it's another sort of, I wouldn't say setback, but it's kind of very similar to it where you've, you've made all these friends, you think you've done it, you think, oh, okay, right, so and I know him, I know him, almost knowing every single person really, well, pretty much anyway. And you think, yeah, cool, amazing, got this sorted, this is going to be an amazing sort of summer and then, Next thing you know, it's um, it's all these Americans coming, going, oh, you're right, and then you just sort of a bit like hi, and then some of them might not get your banter, like it's tricky, but they're all exactly exactly the same. Like meeting some of the Americans for the first time, having a chat with them, it's great. They're they're all all fab. Cool, and then so obviously you you met all your all your staff that you're gonna be working with for the summer, and you you got your your room set up, your little area in the cabin, um. How was that that day when the first, when the kids arrived? I I remember like even now I'm still nervous meeting all the parents and trying to make sure I learn all the kids' names really quickly and stuff like that. Mm. How did you feel? Um, pretty scared to be honest because they're all all these massive cars coming. And you think this is it now? This is what I've what I've applied for. Really, you've you've not really applied for those first two weeks of orientation. You've not applied to just to just make make friends. Really, you've applied to sort of. That's a little bit cringy, but sort of change these kids' lives, kids' lives, make sure they have an amazing summer. So you realise that this is it now. This is what I'm getting, getting paid for. Um, and yeah, so you sort of don't cross any. You don't know whether to sort of make jokes. You just sort of smile, move all the all the bags in, and the the aim is to get the the parents away as I wouldn't say as soon as possible, but very quickly because they just they're, they're going to be there for the summer so as soon as the, the kids go that's when as soon as the parents go that's when you can start the the summer and start getting to know them um know all the kids and obviously these kids they all obviously all know each other they've been going uh depending on what division you get to be fair they've been going year in year out so they all dead good mates of each, each other and some of these these kids they see each other um just at camp um so not at school that that was a thing for me i thought they all went to school sort of in new york and then went to summer camp um at our camp so 
it's, it's weird to see that people like from Florida, from from all over, really. Yeah, I know. It's <clears throat> I thought the same as well. I thought everyone's like mates outside the camp and at, at camp and see each other all year round. So it's nice seeing kind of when they all get back together and all the emotions and stuff. You kind of almost have a preview of how amazing camp's going to be just from that that first day. Cool. And then so that that summer was there any like any big moments or memorable things that happened that summer for you? So, yeah, that summer, I mean, the whole thing was just incredible. Uh, it was amazing. Um, and I think probably the days off uh, were really good as well. So, like, going to, to beaches, like, we took an extended and and, and got um, – and just had loads of fun there, just chilled out. And just to be off camp was, was really, really nice. Um, uh, with, with lots of people, I think it was, like, seven of us, we all sorted it out. And just sort of stayed the night somewhere else, which is really, really good, and got to explore a bit more, more of America. And then um, meeting meeting Tash probably was was all right. That was probably up there. Um, so I remember probably all right. Yeah, no, it was it's, it's it, it was amazing. I never thought it would sort of happen. Um, but yeah, met Tash. Um, so yeah, we're still still with Tash t- t- today, um, and it's uh, like. Nearly almost two years now, which is which is crazy, um, but uh, yeah, it's sort of sort of met, met each other there, and and I just I was with someone before. I remember thinking, oh, I don't really want to do this. Just I'm just here for the, the occasion, and we, we got chatting and got on really well. I never thought I'd be able to sort of meet someone like that. Yeah, she's amazing, and um, here we are really, and we 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 both have the same passion. We both love it so much. Um, even having like Skypes now with with sort of camp directors with the whole situation that's going on now it's like it brings back so many good memories just can't wait to to get back really yeah days off are always like a big thing that i don't think people even think about when they go they just you just kind of think you're going to be at camp for nine weeks ten weeks and then the days off are some of the the best bits about it especially for us if you've never been to kind of america or or around new york and stuff like that um it's amazing kind of exploring that area and doing all doing all the fun things even just having a little day at the local beach with mm-hmm. your like like say six or seven of your new mates that you've just just made um was there any any day off in particular that that you remember from from the two summers you've been i think um probably staying in um in, a, in my the second year i went stayed in an apartment in in wall street that was that was amazing because we obviously it was like six of us we all got um we all got a load of money together and we thought right okay we'll do this take an extended stay, stay at an apartment in sort of Manhattan Island and it was there it was on Wall Street it was such a nice place and we had an amazing time there it was it was brilliant next day was beautiful as well walking around uh, middle of New York and yeah it was it was it was fabulous mainly the the extendeds I think are a main um, highlight I think of the days off anyway. yeah yeah nice. Apartment for six, pretending like you're the people from Friends. <laughs> like you're, you, you, you'd be Chandler for sure. Literally could only afford one night. That's it. <laughs> uh, yeah, that's it. It's such a good way to kind of explore, explore the local area. Wow. Yeah. And uh, our camp as well, with just being an hour or so from the city, it's it's really cool. I don't think I'd, I don't, I don't wouldn't have saw myself going on like a holiday to New York because it's obviously quite an expensive trip to go for a few days but then to be able to just just do it on your day off is is really cool you kind of act, go back to normal life for a little bit and actually wear wear jeans and normal clothes and and pretend to be be an adult instead yeah. of the, the big kid that you are for the rest of the summer yeah literally um perfect and then so after your first summer you went traveling all around america yeah so this is all but before i went i remember thinking with my dad again, I remember getting a bit of money for my 21st, and I remember thinking, oh, should I save this? What should I do? Buy a car? What should I do? And then I thought, if I'm, if I'm going there, and I've got 30 days afterwards to, to sort of travel, um, then I might as well just, just splash it on, a, on an amazing trip um, uh, to, to sort of be booked before I went. So it was something that um, dad, me and my dad looked at, and we were looking at loads of different ones, and there was one that was like 22 days but then I had four days after camp and then four days after the, the, the trek to sort of chill out. So went from east to west coast 
right across, right, it was the sort of northern trail, so to South, South Dakota, um, when I say right across there, um, did loads and loads of fun stuff along the way, um, sort of Mount Rushmore, stuff like that, sort of all, all touristy stuff, um, and there was, I was a bit worried about sort of, at the start of it anyway, because a lot of the people that were, before we left camp, like after, after we left camp, we left with loads of good mates, you've made loads of good friends, they're all travelling with, with each other to go right across America as well, and a part of you thinks, oh, I wish, I wish I didn't book it, I wish I'd have, I'd have just, just gone with them, um, and carried on this amazing summer, but I already knew all this, so when they're spending their nights, nights trying to book everything frantically, trying to get here, there, and everywhere, and trying to rent stuff, and and I had it all booked, so it was, it was really, really handy, really convenient, um, yeah, it was, it was, again, it was one of the, probably the best trip I've ever been on, obviously, but it, um, having that four days in New York and then four days in San Francisco was really nice as well. So I didn't, it wasn't just a trek and then I went home. I had a few days on my own. I spent three days in San Francisco just on my own, just chilling, just like I lived there. It was cool. Um, yeah, it, was, it, was, it was brilliant. Just having a you know, morning coffee, uh, looking out over, over San Francisco. Um, yeah, it's it great. Yeah, having those those three days are quite nice as well. It's camp is so so intense and hectic. Sometimes you need just a couple of days afterwards to chill before you then go and do as intense travelling and sightseeing mm-hmm. and stuff like that. It's quite nice to have a little recharge and and then get going again. Definitely, and I was I was a little bit uh, sort of worried about sort of meeting new people again, doing the whole experience again, like meeting new people. It's quite draining, sort of every day. Like, oh hi, what's your name? Oh, you're right, and then maybe forgetting someone's name at camp. You think. Yeah, can't remember your name. Um, but then, yeah, meeting all these people on the trek, they were brilliant. They were a little bit older than me, uh, which I was a little bit concerned with at the beginning because being at camp, every single person is basically around your age, all the, all the counsellors anyway. Um, so it was really, really strange getting that about. But then, again, I met some amazing people and saw some absolutely amazing things that I don't think I'll probably ever see again um, unless I had enough money to do it again. But yeah, it was it was great. So then, obviously, for an international, it's a lot harder to be able being able to commit to to come back year year after year, or even coming back for that second year. Um, do you think, kind of, at the end of that first summer, you you knew for sure you were going to come back and you were going to kind of focus your your next ten months around just doing what you can to to be able to get back to camp, or how how did that go? Yeah, well, it's um, I remember. Th- telling myself oh you know not sure what I'm doing not sure what I'm doing still in my mind thinking I'm going to be doing the, the whole acting stuff which I did have a crack at but um, in the back of my mind I'm thinking I'm, I'm definitely definitely going to be going back to camp um, so yeah it was it was it was great to sort of just think like being somewhere for two months and then thinking yeah I'll probably I'll do that again and, and go back um, and throughout the year I was sort of working uh, selling magazines uh, on subscription, doing big big salesy job. Uh, but everyone that worked there was actors, and they sort of didn't really get it. I was telling them all about camp, but there's no, you can't really, can't really tell people about camp if they've not been. Like, there's no way to just sort of describe it. Um, yeah, without them sort of doing it. So it was, yeah, it's interesting. When you decided you were going to come back, you you got there. Um, how did you find it being a returner? So kind of you know almost being the, the big dog around around camp knowing what each room was and how to how to find the the midget wreck and stuff like that yeah it's, it was I, I really enjoyed it it was absolutely brilliant because you just you sort of you, you are a little bit like that you, you are as much as you don't want to be uh people will ask you questions and you being able to answer them is kind of quite quite nice they're just stuff that they don't have a, a clue about at all but you obviously know very well like it's um it's great because it's just just helping people out and they're sort of I don't want to say like a sort of gang thing but they sort of respect you more you know it's, it's like you've been there and you've, you've done your time and so they uh, you know yeah it's, it's, it's great <laughs> the the leader of the gang <laughs> um, then how so how was that second summer so you had the you had the oldest boys you had the team boys um, which is always nice and Nice and relaxed and, and easy and kind of more like just hanging out with your mates really than mm-hmm. than like you're you're working um and obviously got the 
got to take them on a trip to LA as well, which is is nice and fun. How's how's that for a summer? Absolutely amazing. Like the kids are just just really really chill. Just you can just chat to them as if you know they they they're your friends in, in some some respect. But it's um, ultimately you can have a have a great conversation with them. And these lads are, are sort of going on to do things and got a different sort of completely different uh, perspective in terms of like you've got people like, like Leo and you've got loads of other people that are just like have different interests and it's really nice to, to learn a lot more about these kids and they, you get a lot a lot more out of it I think uh, being with, with the with the sort of so-called older ones uh, and obviously they've they know for a fact they get going to LA and this is this is their their trip that they work towards so when you go in as like a as, as a soft you're going to be like the youngest you want to go all the way and you think oh I can't wait to go to LA and being with the with the, the senior boys my first year remember they were all saying oh, I can't wait to, to go to LA even though we were going to Boston um, like in a, in a couple of weeks time they're like I can't wait for that like when we all, all imagine us in, in Los Angeles oh, it's going to be amazing and then these kids are finally going there and you're waking up waking up at the, like to go well, how, what time are we waking up it was like 3 in the morning or something crazy <laughs> yeah it was like like 3 I think our flight was at well it might have even been earlier I don't know our flight was at like 6am wasn't it yeah. so we had to be up early yeah. So we're, it's like the excitement. Everyone's like so excited. No one's, no one's getting to bed because we're all just like, like, and I am as well. And it's, it's tricky to sort of um, get in that mode of like, right, okay, guys, come on, let, let's get to sleep now because I'm excited. I'm just excited, as excited as they are. So I'm just like, I'm like, come on. Um, but yeah, and then getting up and you, it's funny when you're, it's tricky having that. Uh, I've not had that, that sort of feeling in, in so long really where you sort of wake up as excited as the kids and you wake up and you, you're so tired, but you're really excited, so you're kind of awake, kind of almost sort of inter- instantaneously. You sort of get up like, wow, you think, wow, okay, we're going to LA, amazing. And I'm getting getting paid for it's this. The, it's crazy. The cl- the classic feeling you get when you you're going on holiday or vacation, and you you have to get up early to go to the airport. It's, exactly, mate. You, you're exactly. really happy to actually get up, aren't you? Yeah. So obviously that summer was a, a big summer for you. You got picked to be. An Olympic leader and, and lead leader team in the colour war. Beautiful. And um, how was that? You you were you, uh, tapped. You were nominated in the in the dining room, were you? Yes. So tapped in the dining room was the last how person was that? To, to get tapped. It's not like the, the craziest feeling ever. I feel like I was just getting, I was getting picked for some sort of NFL draft. It was actually it was mental. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, I remember the, the year before, just to touch on the year before, I remember Jack Benson got it, and I was in a bunk with him, and I remember thinking. That's, that's crazy because you're leaving the kids in chants and you've got to teach these teach the kids this song that you wrote with like two other people um, and I'm thinking that I, I probably I don't think I could do it and everyone's going you're going to get all the kids doing all their like things they know exactly who's going to get tapped obviously and they're like yeah you're going to get tapped you'll probably get it because they know the kind of people that, that get that get picked for these things um, and I remember everyone's like oh you're going you're gonna to get tapped you're going to get tapped bro yeah, you're gonna get Olympic leader. I was like, okay, whatever. And I sort of th- thought nothing of it. And then when when, when Mark's walking around going, oh god, it's it's so nerve wracking. Then he comes over and taps me, and he's absolutely nuts. It's like chaos. I've so I've got the video on my phone, and it's it's brilliant. It's like it's crazy. All the kids, I like almost started crying when I got tapped, and I saw like Tash there as well, and all the kids going tap tap tap. Great. It's it's horrible as well, isn't it, when they're walking around and building up the tension and you see everyone's like looking at you and nudging you and you you don't want to be like oh it could be me so you're kind of like sitting there eating your, your cereal <laughs> oh, pretending God. pretending not to know what's going on but also sweating yeah. into into um, your food yeah i remember robin sort of give me a little bit of a, an interview afterwards i don't think i said one sort of word i was like yeah yeah you know uh oh yeah so it's great isn't it really yeah oh, it, was, it was mental i don't you feel like famous for about for half an hour it's great everyone's like well done i was like thank you thank you yeah thank hug. You hugged pretty much 600 people in in about 10 minutes yeah it's crazy um amazing and then how were the the three or four days of of olympics for you of of leading leading half of camp through it yeah so, so initially i was really really sort of scared and i was like i don't think i'll be able to do this i was like this is so nerve-wracking like the first ever time i got picked and like it's and then we had had breakout and we knew what was going to happen and like it was just so nerve-wracking because everyone knows like it, it's basically gonna happen, and like we'd all come out, go, where a team, and it's the, the throw the papers in the air, really, like all the kids find out what sort of team they're on, um, and it was just one of the best four days of my life. It seems like really extreme to say that, but it really was like 
basically working really hard uh, on, on writing songs for these these kids and you know these they really want to win like and so do we so we're we're writing this stuff and we're writing the, the fight song the armada all that stuff and having loads of fun while doing it i was really lucky enough to have like um the people i was with were absolutely amazing um and we we gelled so well i think and it was and we just had loads of fun really i think the, the main thing is you gotta have loads of fun doing it not to have too much stress and then on the like just going around in the day and, and just cheering everyone on while they're doing their sports and again it's like you're sort of famous and all these little kids go hey i've never spoken to before they all sort of know you and and stuff like that so it's 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 good you almost, you really do feel like you're sort of famous and then like rope burn as well which is absolute it's chaos nothing like i've seen before like even first year i didn't get to, i didn't want to do it because i was a bit it's a bit like yeah no i don't wanna it's too much pressure everyone looking at you but yeah so <laughs> building a massive fire to burn out like a, a massive massive rope and then but like i i think i've heard of rope burn people were telling me about rope burn but i didn't realize how sort of big it was yeah so the, the, the fire's got to burn that until it snaps and i remember when looking at it when other people were doing that it's like wow wow that's that's crazy but then the second year when i was doing it and i was leader for it me and tash still say that's like the the most like exhilarating thing ever when, when we won that we saw the other side there's like snapped uh that's ours like ours ours snapped and there's didn't and it was just crazy like i was just like literally like it's like a foot it's like a goal in football i was crazy i was like i wish there was like a slow-mo sort of picture of me i would have looked look like harry kane in Colombia, I was like, yeah. <laughs> you know, the slow mo he punches the ground. Yeah, it was so good, brilliant. It is one of the the biggest traditions at, at our camp for sure. Like you still you still hear t- people talking about their dad or who did it in eighty two or seventy four or something, and like there's still techniques for for wafting the fire that's named after people, <laughs> which is like well, uh... ridiculous, um, but amazing considering it's just just two fires and a bit of rope it's uh yeah. it's the, it's pretty intense yeah like the the finding all the wood in the day as well that's that's crazy so you, you find you're you're getting loads of wood and you, it's it's got to be all dry and you, you're going right out and you're all sweating all day because you don't want to get like any any ticks or anything like that because you're going right into the, the the woods to get loads loads of with all your all your kids and then yeah you've got to make this a massive fire it's it's crazy but lots of fun and then so then during closing ceremonies you find out if you if you win or lose um and i believe you were on the winning winning side is that correct? Yes, thank you thank you um yeah no it was it was unreal it was so good and i remember saying i remember sat next to Halley. i remember we sort of were sat there as it was all going on there uh, they're reading out all the scores for stuff and we've we've done everything basically so we've done done our song um and then i remember Halley sort of nudged me and she's like I, I actually don't I'm not bothered about winning. If we win, great. But and I was kind of like normally dead competitive. Like no, we've got to win. We've got to win. But thinking about the experience you've had, winning would just be a bonus, really. At that point, it's just like I've had such a good few days. But I can probably say that having won. I don't know if it would be any different if I'd lost. Um, the other four are crying listening, <laughs> listening to this right now. Um, uh, but yeah, no, it's 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 an like unreal experience to get picked for it. It's such an honour as well. Um, but yeah, cool. Very very cool. Who, so, who else was on your team? So it's you and Hallie and. So it was me, Hallie, Charlie Lesquitz and Slev. It was so good. Like we had such a good team. Like we we bonded so well. It was um it was amazing. Yeah, so I still uh someone who was on on my team in Olympics, uh, Brian Drackham. He comes up for closing uh for opening ceremony every every year because his mum's a mum's a torchbearer um so yeah. you know when they walk around the walk around the flags yeah um me and him always stand up and have a little yeah. a little nod and a, and a cheer for the south african flag because yeah, we also won uh, so obviously that's that's such like a unique bond that you you four will have like the, the only four people in the world to have been the olympic leaders and and win for for your country which was yeah. thailand Thailand, exactly, um, which is amazing. Like I say, a really, really amazing, amazing bond. Um, and then, so obviously, since since you're two years at camp, you've then gone on to work for for camp leaders, so for a, an agency in the UK, sending sending other people to camp. Mm-hmm. Um, how's how's that been for you, being able to help 
other people go and have a similar experience to you? Yeah, so it's sort of almost perfect, really. I remember the the opportunity come come around very very quickly, as I'm sure you remember. And I was it was almost very much like fight or flight. It's going to be either I'm going to be doing something I don't want to do, having not risked sort of going for this job, um, or doing something that. I've probably will want to do and the more I thought about it, the more I thought I've got to do this I've got to do this it was more like it was more sort of finding a place to sort of live and stuff like that whether I wanted to live at home or live uh, closer to, to the office in Liverpool um but yeah it was it was it's been so good like doing it's this sort of realize it's the perfect thing really for me the, the perfect job if, if I have something like this um as long as I can really um it, it'd be amazing because the you basically just it's almost like orientation as a as a returner you're simply just doing that over the phones letting these people know what it's like at camp if they want to go great if they don't cool it's, it's pro- probably not for them but you've, you've got to tell these people your experiences that's all you're doing really i've been in sort of salesy jobs before which is very similar to that but it's not you're simply just telling them your story your experience why you like it and then um yeah they, they pick pick your best stories and then they 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 come along and go for it and the thing is you, you speak to so the, what I've realised is that there's other summer camps <laughs> which I sort of didn't realise before <laughs> obviously I knew but like you don't like everyone has a very such a different experience but then the same spirit experience at the same time like loads of other people who say their camp is the best camp um they do this they do this differently this differently and like you see videos and it's kind of all of this similar vibe kids going crazy having loads of fun um. And uh, yeah, but it's still an amazing experience for for the kids either way. But yeah, it's been, it's been mad, it's been amazing. Yeah, you can't can't imagine anything being the same as as your camp and the experience no. you're getting. But then when you do see the videos and stuff, and you hear other people's stories from other camps, it is so so similar yet so different in that. Yeah, fully. Perfect. And obviously, you're planning to go back this year as long as all the global pandemic de- yes. pandemic allows us to go back yeah well, well as, as long as we basically yeah, just got our fingers crossed really uh, but obviously you got to remain safe really and you got to respect it all obviously yeah, it's so easy to get be, be selfish and just be like I want to go but um, yeah it's, it's, it's such a crazy situation we're in right now but um, we'll get through it perfect mate so we're, we're almost there we got got three questions left for you um mm-hmm. these are the big ones these are the hard ones you've had all the all the easy ones is so this, far. Are these are questions like i probably got on my first skype call with a uh, with a camp when it went terribly wrong yeah probably um I'll, I'll get brian to text you and tell you to breathe first um <laughs> so the, these are the ones that that i ask everyone um at, at the end just to you know see what's going on um so what's the one thing that you've taken from camp and you, you've kind of brought into your the rest of your life or into the the real world as as people say um i probably think i think just a general positivity i think is is i think i've been very um sort of pessimistic in the past and think ah oh, okay like always think think the worst of, of situations um and then you realise at camp that there's so many different people and it's like amazing. But I think the the main the main thing is I've gone into a situation, I had no idea what it was going to be like, and it's turned out to change my life for the better. It's made me a better person and and more more social, more able, and you, you've done amazing things for these kids and like other other counsellors as well. Learned loads about them and made loads of new friends. So I think just the general positivity is is it's helped me loads with. Yeah, that is it. Like kind of camp is like a a bit like the real world but on a under a microscope almost there's so many like highs and lows but it changes so quickly you can go from one activity where it's chaos and all the kids are doing whatever <laughs> they want to do and and then the next activity they're amazing and and having the best time so you've got to try and keep that positivity up even when it's a bit more stressful and, mm-hmm. and miserable um perfect so if if you were speaking to someone this might be easier this question with with your job uh but if a if someone came to you to ask for for advice for their very first summer um it could be a camper or or a staff member going to going to camp for the first time uh what what would be your advice to them 
um, go into everything as if it's going to be the best decision you've ever made. I think that's the anything you get, you think think twice about whether it's sort of doing something an, an activity, doing something you're uncomfortable with. Just go go at it head on. There's no there's I realised the a lot of these cheesy phrases people come up with where you know you like all the, all these things you see where it's like oh you, you're not going to realise what something is until you tried it all that stuff. It's so true. All of it is if someone says something to you, are you okay to, to help out with this? You're like, oh, I've not, not done that before, I'm not sure. Give it a crack, give it a go, and you're going to have an amazing time. Uh, the people who, the very, very few people that don't have a good time at camp, and I'm still still yet to meet anyone that has had like a, a, a terrible time at, at camp, um, are people that don't go f- for stuff and hide away and don't want to do stuff. And, and, and not that they don't want to, they're just a bit afraid of doing so, which I understand, but you've, you've just got to go for it. Is what I think. Yeah, it's a good good place to to re- recreate yourself and and not to like people aren't watching you at camp. Like in in the real world, it's so easy to to be anxious and, and thinking that people are judging you on whatever you're doing. Whereas at camp, we're, we're all the the idiots that are dancing around at the at the front and making fools of ourselves. Okay, and then what is oh, from the last two summers? Uh, your most treasured memory or moment from from camp? Um, probably, probably is Roteburn. I reckon. I think winning Roteburn or winning Olympics, um, because it was just a, a mad experience. And turning like I remember saying that the winners Thailand and spinning around and seeing all these like kids just absolutely ecstatic. And the absolute carnage and everyone just absolute scenes in the away end. It was incredible. <laughs> and um, limbs everywhere. Yeah, literally. And then I remember Brett. I remember his his little boy. He was next to me, and I just like picked him up, and I was just like, yes. It was like a feeling I don't think you can ever replicate. Ever. Yeah, there's that great picture of you, like Oliver jumping into your arms, <laughs> you like holding him up, and. You can see like the passion, not just from you two. There's like thirty people around you that are all just sprinting across the basketball court, screaming, hands in the air. Yeah, it's uh, you can you can tell it's it's a moment, uh, moment to never forget. Yours, 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 yours. Perfect, Tom. So you've you've passed the ten for two test. You're uh, you're officially a camp person, a camp legend. Um, any anything you wanna you wanna add or say uh, to to round us off? Um, I just wanna say. Thank you very much for the opportunity. I appreciate the um, appreciate the help you've given me. Um, not with uh, camp, just as a friend. I enjoy it, mate. You're doing amazing things. Well done. Um, and if if anyone needs a needs an actor for any roles uh, <laughs> listening to this, uh, Tom Tom can do multiple voices. I can do uh, loads. I can whatever you want, honestly. Just whatever you'll pay. Just pay me, please. Uh,